0: Welcome to Decide You Can podcast, we're two sisters on opposite sides of the world talking about our own experiences in our nine to five lives and discussing all sorts of things that keep us focused, happy and productive in our everyday lives. In this episode, we're talking about the power of positivity and how it can impact our approach to different situations. We share our thoughts on a powerful TED lecture all about seeing things in a positive light and reflect on how shifting our focus onto being above average could have a bigger impact in our work and our life. I'm Laura, I live and work in Melbourne. I'm a manager in a professional services firm and I like to impart my creative streak in unexpected places. At the moment, I'm focused on spreadsheets and the world of project management.
1: I'm Susie. I live in Edinburgh and study a maths degree via distance learning whilst also working within the financial sector. I really love how busy my life is at the moment and find there's never a dull moment. Let's get started. When
0: we were talking about positivity and staying positive, the One TED lecture that really stood out to me is one called The Happy Secret to Better Work, which when I read out one of the quotes from it, I know you really, really loved it and said that that was a great way of thinking. It's, if we study what is merely average, we remain merely average. And I guess the context to that is around a lot of studies focus on, well, the average person does this, but is that the best mindset to be in? And maybe you should focus on the people who are above average. And actually, if you're focusing on what the people who are above average do, you bring the whole average up and everybody starts performing at a higher pace or thinking at a higher pace. And
1: the impact that that could
0: have is quite huge.
1: I guess that sort it it spoke to me on the basis that if I just do my job at the bare minimum level, it'll be fine. It'll carry on just at the bare minimum. But if you're going to do something, do it well. That's just a a good phrase to work to, really. Yeah, and you want to be proud of it as well.
0: So if you're doing things above average and you know that you are above average, it drives you to keep on being like that and to sort of keep performing in that sort of
1: heightened level. What I think is interesting, though, is that it does strike me that it might be easier in certain workplaces, for example, your one, to be recognised for constantly exceeding expectations. And for certain workplaces, it can be a lot more traditional and they don't like things outside the norm. So to be exceeding expectations, it's almost intrusive into their business as usual.
0: Yeah, I can definitely see why that might be the case and why people might be a little bit nervous if people start performing too well. But. I think if people are performing at their best, then you're getting the best out of them. And if they end up getting poached by another employer and it's an employer who want the top performers, then I think that individual has had more success from really being at the top of their game. But yeah, I can see that sort of people want to just stick with what they know and stick within the norm. And that's what's always worked. Yeah, exactly. I guess it's a personal driver as well. Because if you're getting feedback that you're doing things well and continuing to do things well, you want to continue to succeed. You wouldn't want to just drop back and just be like everybody else. If you can kind of identify with being above the average and being in this high performance space and being really productive, whatever it is that you're doing to get you to this highly productive place, you should be keeping on doing it and being encouraged for it as well.
1: Would you say that you're a positive person? I'd say I'm definitely your sister. <laughs> Everyone says that I am that positive person. And then I'll have the day though that I'll go to the negative extreme and just be the one that spins the negativity onto it. I'll even admit like I'm a challenge on that day. <laughs> like <laughs> but certainly lately like I have got much better at putting the positive spin on things and just having those like negative outbursts comes in shorter bursts if I were to reflect on it myself I'd say yeah I am a positive person and I do like to put the positive spin on it I don't know if that's what others perceive of me though
0: (laughs) yeah it's interesting that your headspace is that you are positive and trying to think about positivity but that you're not sure if everybody sees that and I guess it's the impact that you have on other people. If your mindset isn't in that, I'm going to start today, and I'm going to be really positive. Do you think that then has potentially a negative impact, or is it that the people that you're going to are the people that you go to to moan and use as your
1: sounding board? I think it maybe is a case that I'm going to the same people, and they're just getting the same perception of me as when I stress out about a situation or something, but. I think I go into my everyday work and try and be positive and try and put the positive spin on things. And then there'll be something that winds me up and I'll just have to put a negative spin on it because it's so frustrating. And that's maybe the side that they see because I do need to just vent at that point. But it does maybe come across as a bit volatile when I'm just flipping between positive and negative head spaces. And it's definitely something that I have improved on. It's definitely something people have advised me to continue improving on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's something that almost comes when you're in a place of change or you're not really sure about a situation. You go to this default behavior, and a lot of the time, that default behavior is to sort of worry and be in a negative place. So if you know yourself that you have the tools at your disposal to be able to pull you out of that negative space and whether that's like what we were talking about in the last episode about just making a list and writing everything down and getting it out of your head or even if it is writing things that you're grateful for to allow you to focus on positives, I guess once you know yourself and how you behave, you can have that positive impact on others and be that positive presence.
1: Yeah. I guess it's just trying to understand yourself and recognizing those controls that you need to to have so that you're not showing everyone else that difficult side to you
0: yeah and it's it's not about sort of disguising it because if it's part of you it's important that other people understand that that is part of your personality but i guess it's really understanding how that might um, impact other people in a negative way yeah I know a lot of the feedback that I get is that I have a very strong impact on people. So whether that's if I'm in a positive place and I'm really working at at my best, people really know that I'm working at my best. And if I'm in a negative headspace, people know instantly. So (laughs) I need to be really conscious of not just putting on a fake face, but actually when I'm not feeling like I'm in that positive place, It's removing myself from that situation until I'm ready to be all things to all people.
1: I think it's an interesting explanation of yourself, really, because I think my experience is that you are very positive. And even when you have a difficult situation, you don't like to moan about these things. You're not that person. And you are just that positive person.
0: (laughs) I think I'm always focused on making sure that people aren't leaving a situation thinking that I'm moaning about it or thinking that I'm not solutions focused so I'm very conscious about making sure I've got some solutions and thinking about things in a positive light and I like to think that I'm a positive person and that I do sort of focus on the happy bits of life and really trying to build those up
1: and also is it not a case that I mean you don't like drama <laughs> and I've definitely got that from you as well so Just that any time you get a situation where someone's moaning and moaning at you and you try and make it better and they just want to keep moaning and it's just feeding drama into the situation. You tend to remove yourself quite a lot from them, don't you? Yeah, I don't tend to get caught up too much
0: in other people's drama. I absolutely know that some things are very dramatic and they need to be dramatic and people need to be able to have a platform to be able to express that if that's going on in their life. But... I really find if something doesn't have to be dramatic, I really try and take all the drama out of it. A lot of the time, people can work out that it's not actually that dramatic and it is something that's quite easily solved. I guess that probably comes to this power of positivity where I'll always focus on a solution and people will come with problems and I will always be thinking if there's a way that we can work around it. And I guess in some senses that might be kind of annoying at times. (laughs) People do just want to vent and and get that out and articulate it in a way that allows them to get to grips with what it is that's going on in their life and if I'm always thinking about the positive side of things and spinning it in a different way I understand how that if somebody isn't ready to hear about solutions or or see the positive side of things I absolutely get that, that could be seen as almost too positive and just not what somebody needs at that point in time yeah and I guess it could be quite annoying it's treading that fine line because i don't want something that somebody else has been going through for days and days and it's been going around in their head i don't want to trivialize that and then they actually start to think oh why didn't i think of it differently early on and start to question how they deal with things themselves yeah i think it's important that people work through these things but if they're coming to me, I feel like they're coming to me to seek a bit of guidance on how to work through a solution and how to move it forward rather than dwelling on what's currently happening. It's my nature to be quite positive about things and just focus on, well, can you think about what you're grateful for? I think it's it's important to bring people back into that headspace. Mm-hmm. But yeah, i I find that it's also good to have people in my life that are realistic as well, because it's not, I'm not saying that my positivity is unrealistic, but I also need people to think about the practicalities of things.
1: But that can be spent, spun both ways. So I know a lot of people that are unrealistically negative. Yeah. And so I am that positive force being like, look at it this way though, it'll go really well and trying to sort of encourage them and reinforce the positive attitude of the situation. Yeah I think it's about reading the situation.
0: Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's important to just listen to people and actively listen and really understand what it is that they're trying to say and it's not your job to always change their mind about everything but I think the power of positivity is huge and I think the impact that you have on people when you allow them to see things a little bit differently that can be huge as well. Yeah So, in the interest of positivity, Susie, what was the best thing that happened to you this week?
1: It's been a really interesting week, actually, because there's just a lot of opportunities where I can step up my game and I haven't turned any of them down. So, it's been a really encouraging week to show me what I can be capable of achieving. And then to find out on Thursday that I actually had passed my maths exam as well. So, by Friday, it was a case of nothing is stopping me. It was just, it was a really nice week and it just, everything just went quite well, really. How about yourself though? Was there something particularly positive for you? Yeah, I guess this week, if I reflect
0: on it from a work situation, I find out I was accepted onto a non-technical course that's going to help me develop. I'm really looking forward to getting out of the office and thinking about how I can be doing things differently and hopefully improve my productivity. And outside of work, some of the positive things that I've done are just kind of getting all the life admin stuff that's been bubbling up and I've just kind of dealt with it. And I feel like my life outside of work is now back in control and I feel like I've got quite a lot of momentum to keep me going. If I think about the week ahead, particularly thinking about positivity, Something that I think I might try this week is to really understand when people are coming to speak to me, to use me as a bit of a sounding board and allow them to vent and just share and articulate their feelings. Or if it's that they really want me to suggest some solutions to their problems and keep them in that positive headspace. And I think it's being able to define those two situations and how people are seeing
1: me. I guess the challenge for me this week would be to consider those situations where I might get really negative and it's trying to either reduce what people see of that or just stop it happening. I think it's in those moments that I tend to think too quickly and don't really reflect enough on the good side of the situation and see the positive side to it.
0: Yeah, when you said slow down your thinking so that you've got time to work out how you're going to react, I think that's a really valuable tip to be able to then go, okay, well, how will I be able to focus on the positives? Because not everybody is an instantly positive person. But if you train yourself to slow down your thoughts and really consider what impact you have on other people and not rush too quickly into things, you can have that positive impact.
1: And that concludes our podcast episode today. It's been interesting to hear how Laura's constant approach to positivity can be helpful to so many and then a little bit frustrating for others.
0: I've loved this focus on positivity and it's one I find that comes very naturally to me. But I also know it's something I need to be aware of as I impact on others. Hopefully the positive momentum that we've built in the last week continues on into the next one and we can focus on performing at the above average level. Thanks for listening to this Decide You Can podcast. If you have any very positive suggestions or comments, feel free to tweet us at Decide you Can, and we look forward to chatting again soon. From myself and Susie, bye. Bye.